Ladies and gentlemen, here's Shirley Lin with In the Spotlight. Welcome to In the Spotlight. I'm Shirley Lin. Antonella Gismundi is from Italy. She has been in Taiwan for eight years. She works for an Italian travel agency that organizes trips to Italy. Last week, we talked about her condition, which is called proxpinosia or face blindness. It's the inability to recognize faces of people as a result of damage to the brain. Honestly, I appreciate her positiveness about this condition. She got it from a mother who has the same defect, and together they only discovered what they have five years ago. Today, Antonella talks more about her experiences and thoughts surrounding the impairment. You seem to be very optimistic about this. You know, I like your attitude about this. You know, probably some people would feel like really down about this defect in themselves. Would you consider a defect? Yeah, it's an impairment, and、uh-huh. I think one of the situation where it's you know it can cause anxiety. It's where you need to meet people in a public space. So you know, if I say, "Oh, meet me at six at this subway station," I you know, and I arrive there and I have to look around, and for me, almost every person that I see could be the person that I'm meeting. Yeah. So it's like going on a blind date every day. <laughs> So、um, I have to wait until they recognize me first. Wait a minute. Are you saying that everybody's faces are all the same to you? <laughs> They're all the same. Yes. So, but you can distinguish between someone smiling and frowning. And yes, when I participated in the study that was mentioned before, there was a part that was about recognizing emotions, and actually I scored above average. In、okay. uh, in emotion recognition, so I can tell if a person is upset, or trying to hide it, or happy, or relaxed. So you're saying that actually there could be an, an another impairment, which is you couldn't even recognize the emotions from their faces. Yeah, but there are there are some people who do not recognize emotions, but they do recognize facial features. So they are able to to know each person they see who they are, but they don't know if they are upset or if they are happy、yeah. or angry. What's it like working with your colleagues and you know friends and because they obviously you've told them that you have this condition now, and so how are they people, help? Yeah, yeah. How are they helping you to help them? I don't know. <laughs> Yes. Well, if I see people in the same context where I always seeing them, it's not a problem. I'm going to recognize them because I, you know, my mind probably makes comparisons between、uh-huh. the people I know. So, for example, if I go to the office and I know the people who work there, I will recognize them. Or before when I went to to university, I would mostly recognize them. But the problem is when I meet people out of their usual context. So if I don't know if I go to vacation in Japan and there's someone saying hello to me, you know maybe someone from Taiwan,、yeah. I will have no idea who they are because I will be not expecting to see them there. So did you ever get into some really embarrassing moments where you didn't recognize somebody and the, and that person didn't know your condition and then they got upset with you? 
Well, yes, because, uh, you know, and then maybe I explain, I'm very sorry, I, you know, I have this then problem. You have to, yeah, you have to explain this whole thing. But it's some people would not really understand or no. just say, oh, can you just make an effort to recognize me? Or, oh, is it because you didn't want to spend time, mem you know, memorizing me? But, you know, that's not the problem because even my family members if they surprise come to see me in taipei and I, i see them down the street i will not recognize them yeah wow i would uh, maybe i would think oh that person looks kind of familiar <laughs> so do you do special things to help you recognize these people let's say mm. your family members they come to visit you and they're here for eight days and you're working, but then you have to meet them at a certain time, at a certain place, to take them to dinner or whatever. Mm -hmm. How would you have them help you to recognize them? Do you guys do anything special? Well, the problem is with my mother because she also wouldn't recognize me. <laughs> okay, <laughs> let's not talk about your mom. How about like, okay. these other okay. family members who don't have um, proxonosia. Yes. <laughs> well, I usually ask other people if I need to meet them to meet in a very specific place. So I will not say, you know, uh, just meet at this station, but I will have to say, you know, the time and the exit and specify was above the level of the ground or below, you know, I will try to give the most precise indication that I can so that I am more sure that I can find them. And probably the thing is to ask them what kind of clothes you're going to be wearing, right? That helps. Trying to meet someone for the first time, mm -hmm. I ask them what they, what, you know, if they wear glasses, if they have long hair or short hair, and what kind of clothes they're wearing, or maybe in what kind of bag they're holding. Yes, and, you know, people told me it was strange because every time I was meeting friends, I was telling them, hi, I'm coming, I'm wearing a purple dress today. And they were like, why are you telling me? Ah. <laughs> Uh, you tell them what you're wearing. Yes, that's but right. that's because at that time I didn't know that people could use face to recognize you. So I was thinking, oh, if they never oh. saw this dress, maybe they would not recognize me. So I felt I needed to tell them. But yeah. now I know that other people don't need this information. So I will ask them if I have problems, you uh -huh. know, to tell me how they're dressed. But mm, there is one positive thing that it's easier to recognize people who are often together in a group. For example, you know, a family or couples. Because, you know, the, if I see two people who both look like someone I saw before and they look like, you know, matches a couple that I know, the possibility that I'm wrong, it's a lot lower. It's a lot lower, yes. Yeah. So it's easier to recognize couples or easier to recognize you know, families or people who go around in groups. I see. I can't believe we can go on and on about this. You know, just so many, it's just, you know, intriguing to people who have never heard of this condition. And I'm, I'm just curious if you'll forgive me for. You're listening to In the Spotlight with Shirley Lin. I know that besides the fact that you're a travel agent, you're also an actress. Yes. And I find that very interesting that you would choose to, to take up acting. I guess it's your, your hobby too, right? Yes, yeah. I take acting class here in Taiwan too. Yeah. Your condition doesn't cause any problems with you acting. No, I think because when you're acting with other actors, it's, in, it's like a new character. It's a new person. So it's not about the face of the person who is being their character. It's about... A lot of other things like how they're walking and uh, when you act in different roles 
all your body should move in a different way, you know, should just be a different person, even though your face is the yeah. same. Interesting that you brought that up. That is mm -hmm. true. That is true. And in fact, um, if you don't mind me, I actually checked your Facebook. I, I saw like, you know, in these different scenes or even like, you know, characters that you've made yourself up with your boyfriend. And um, there, uh, you're the one who was always in charge of the costume and everything because it's all very distinct, you know. He was like the Charlie Chaplin. You were the Marilyn Monroe. Yes, was that uh, all you, right? The wig and the, and the clothing. That was all your planning, right? Yes. It's all very distinct and it's like very perfect. It was like a, a you know, almost a, an exact replica of Charlie Chaplin, an exact replica of Marilyn Monroe. And that helps to recognize these people by what a character they're playing, not their face. Yeah. Yes, right? exactly. So, yeah, I think that's very, maybe as useful skill in this it case. It is. <laughs> Very, yeah, that, that's, that's really, really good. I, I don't know, I just thought that maybe, you know, let's say that people in the audience after you finish your act and they come up to you and congratulate you, it could be the same people that have been watching you every show that you are and you don't even realize that it's the same person that's congratulating you every, every time. Do you know what I'm Unless saying? Unless I memorize their <laughs> voice, maybe, yes. Oh, okay. <laughs> You're right. You recognize their voices. But, in, you know, talking about costume, there is another thing we can, and I, I was thinking, you know, make how makeup could mm. be important for people who have prosopagnosia. So I think usually people say, oh, because I'm in Facebook groups with people with face blindness, so we talk about like experiences. There are two kinds of people with face blindness. One will not care about makeup because they don't understand the function of it because you know they don't really notice face oh you're talking about makeup on yourself yeah makeup on yeah, yourself oh. uh, and you know and so i actually started doing makeup very late for this reason i didn't know how to use it and why apply it and it wasn't really changing anything but uh then when i started applying and you know, i just actually found found it fun and now it's very difficult for me not to do makeup anymore. Mm -hmm. And I do the same style of makeup every day because that's how I recognize myself in the mirror. So if I see myself in the mirror without makeup, it's like I'm missing some points of reference. Wow. What happens when you, when you go to bed at night and you have to take off your makeup? You know, I do, I do it, but it, it looks weird because now I'm used to... You don't recognize to, yourself without makeup. Yes, I'm used to, you know, just notice more the colors or the shape of the makeup because that's one of the things that I can see on my face. Oh, wow. This is interesting. Yeah, you just brought up the fact that, you know, I wonder what, how you look at yourself in the mirror, looking mm -hmm. at yourself. So you actually probably not seeing your face the way I'm seeing your face then. Yeah, probably not. Or, you know, at this when I'm not looking at my reflection in the mirror, I don't have a very precise idea of how I look. You look so, very nice. Thank you. you <laughs> but have. it happened to me not to recognize <laughs> myself in a photo or not to recognize myself in a mirror. So maybe I'm walking against the mirror and I think it's another person and then, oh, it's me. <laughs> like, oh, who is this very beautiful woman? Oh, it's me. <laughs> <laughs> it's just like how a dog or a cat look at the reflection in the mirror and they start to 
hit it, you know? Yeah, I'll really try good. not to hit the mirror. But, you know, it happened to me before instead that I, I thought, oh, that handsome. man is so handsome, so cute. And then, oh, it's my boyfriend. <laughs> I'm so happy. <laughs> that is so funny. Well, I want to say that um, you're a pretty woman. And I don't know you before you put on makeup, but you really have good makeup. It really brings out the, you know, the, the bigness of your eyes. Thank you. And you have a very um, um, high nose, very distinct nose. Mm-hmm. And um, you've got a nice color of lipstick on. Do you only have, wear one color of lipstick? Do you no, wear different? The, the lipstick, no, it can change. It's more about the shape of the eyeliner. Oh, right, right, the, right. Yes. Yeah, you recognize colors. I just forgot. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> but, um, you know, I would say... That when I first, well, actually, I first met you in, on your Facebook, I think you're a very fashionable woman. You know, you wear nice clothes. I, I enjoy your fashion. Oh, thank yeah, you. Yeah, well. so, yeah. And I recognize your boyfriend, so I, I, I think you're doing a good job in dressing him up. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's Italia, Italians really, really like fashion oh, to play with fashion. That is great. Oh, wow. This is really, really interesting. But... Um, Anyway, I am going to ask you two last questions. These are the questions where I say, what's the first thing you think of when I say blah, blah, blah? Okay. Okay. And it better be related to Taiwan, mm-hmm. if possible. Okay. What's the first thing you think of when I say a romantic place to go to in Taipei? I would say Da Dao Cheng. It's um, it's the harbor on the river near Zhongshan area. It's yeah. it's very romantic. I think it's the most beautiful sunset in Taipei City. Well, the first thing I think of of Da Daochun is that it's just a lot of history over there. Yes, because it's sort of like a sort of like a trading port. Mm-hmm. You know, back in the old days. What's the first thing you think of when I say, you see color, right? Okay, when I say the color red. Well, I think about uh, the traditional markets during Chinese New Year, mm. where you can walk through the stands and they're selling uh, the all the red papers with yeah the, those with the spring writing yeah spring couplets right yes that's what they're called yes right uh-huh. it's the festive color for Chinese traditions isn't it yeah yeah and it's interesting that red is also the color f- for New Year in Italy <gasps> really yes oh. And what kind of things would be expressed in red in Italy? Well, there is a tradition comes, yeah? that when you go out, you can dress red uh, in red color. But the most important thing is that on the New Year's Eve, you are wearing red underwear. Well, you know, in Taiwan and I guess in ethnic Chinese communities, if you want to have good luck, you're supposed to wear red underwear underneath. Yes, for yeah. luck, for money, for, you know, new love. Yes. Yeah. In Italy too, you're yes. saying? Yes, exactly. Oh, interesting. Oh, it's so much fun talking to you, Antonella. It's great to meet someone Italian who's very bubbly and happy and positive. <laughs> you know, you really kind of affect other people around you. Thank you. It was very fun to be here in your show. Thank you. Thank you.